Look out, kid, just your heart. You don't have to play the part they wrote for you. Just be true. There are things you could do. A little bit more of the Arcade Fire, Unconditional, Look Out, Kid, off the new album. I don't know what the new album's called, but that's the new Arcade Fire. Anyways, uh, some stuff going on right now, today, that makes me makes it hard for me to understand this is the year 2022, such as like blatant racism. Um, <laughs> this story is kind of hard to believe. And what was going on was, first off, let me read you the press release. Okay, this is Lufthansa Airlines. I'm not too sure who owns Lufthansa. Uh, maybe I should look into that. But here's the here's the press release from Lufthansa. Uh, statement of May 10th, 2022 on the denied boarding of passengers of flight LH-1334. On May 4th, a large number of booked passengers were denied boarding on their onward flight with LH-1334 from Frankfurt to Budapest. Lufthansa regrets the circumstances surrounding the decision to exclude the affected passengers from the flight, for which Lufthansa sincerely apologizes. While Lufthansa is still reviewing the facts and circumstances of that day, we regret that a large group was denied boarding rather than limiting it, limiting it to the non-compliant guests, right? So that's that's a key word right there. That a large group was denied boarding rather than limiting it, limiting it to non-compliant guests. So apparently what happened is there was a couple that would not wear a mask. And because this couple happened to be Jewish, the pilot was fed up and banned all of the Jews off the flight. Yes, this is 2022. And yes, this happened on a Lufthansa flight. Now, here is a Jewish passenger that had nothing to do with being masked up. In fact, he's masked up in this video as he's talking to the stewardess. And him kind of probing into this a little bit more. And some of the stuff that the stewardess says, now I know she's not an official spokesperson of Lufthansa Airlines, Everything she's saying confirms 100% of what the claim is that happened, that Jews were excluded off this flight because they're Jews and Jews cause trouble. We all know this, apparently, according to Lufthansa. This is unbelievable, but check it out. We have to get there. I'm not with the group. Um, I understand that pilot made a decision. We don't question pilot's decisions, but apparently we're banned from there are other Lufthansa flights. Um, is this a constant decision that all Jewish people that were on that flight can't go on any flight today? Because this is 2022, and this is a Western country. So who, is, this is to go up to upper management, because this is like anti-Semitism. The upper management was... Yeah, so we'd be, we would like to talk to upper management, because this is this is 2022. This is a Western country, and there's a lot of history of anti-Semitism throughout the world, we will, we and this will, is gruesome. We will, we will discuss about the, the history of No, this is gruesome. This is like, I'm this is unbelievable. I have a question. I have a question. It would have been if you were African or if you were Hollander. Yeah, what's the so, rule? So, so why who's am allowed I, on the I will bring a mask the whole time. Why am I lumped in with them? I know. It was one... Everybody has to pay for a couple of so, what, but how what do you mean everybody? Everybody from that race? From, from no, everybody else on the flight flight went. So why in my opinion, the non-Jewish people on the flight went. So why did Jewish people pay for other people's crimes? Because it's Jewish coming from JFK. Oh, so Jewish people coming from JFK are paying for the crimes of the two people. No, 
Do you play for the crimes of Israel? Do you, no. Just do the you, Jewish people in that party? Do you want to discuss with me or do you want to, to listen to no, me? I'm, I'm, I'm like You're shocked. Not, beyond I, I like how she's trying to break it down. It's like, no, no, it's it's just the Jews from JFK. Like, like this is common knowledge that it's the Jews from JFK that caused the problems. Because because it's the Jews, you. I, I don't I don't understand, sir, how you can't get through, through through this through your head that it's it's the Jews that are the problem. This is <laughs> this is so ridiculous. I've, oh man, you think they're going to get sued? I don't know. Yes, I've never, but it my was adult life, I've never people, heard of. If you want to do is like these Jewish people who were the mess, well, so who made the problems. So Jewish. There you go, right there. There, there's the key word right there. It's the Jewish people, like. Sir, you have to understand that it's the Jewish people that cause the problems. Listen to what she says. These Jewish people who were the mess, who made the problems. So Jewish people on the plane made a problem, so all Jews are banned from Lufthansa for the day. Just for this flight. Just for just just for one flight. Just for one flight. We got to teach them, them Jew bastards a lesson. Lufthansa Airlines, kick. <laughs> where's Borat with a throw the Jews down the well? Uh, I think that would be highly appropriate. Uh, theme song for this segment of uh, Jews getting thrown off a of Lufthansa flights. And I'm laughing about it. It's not funny. I can't believe a company of the magnitude of Lufthansa. Okay, I know it's it's a pirate's it's a pilot's discretion. But you see, but you saw the press statement that came out. The press statement from Lufthansa, they didn't say anything about the pilot that uh, 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 you know doing any um um type of uh disciplinary action towards the pilot. Uh, for race dividing his plane. Um, at least he didn't make him exit during flight. You know what I mean? So so he's civilized. He's civilized, apparently. I, I, I don't know. But get them Jews off my plane. Like, how does a pilot say that? Uh, there's a couple Jews that won't wear a mask, sir. What do you want us to do about it? Get all the fucking Jews. What, who's flying this plane? Freaking Hitler? Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, there was a story. There was a story that we covered. Uh, 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 I, it feels like it was a couple months ago, and it was about Oakland, California, and this organization, this nonprofit organization that was wanting to put transgender. Uh, uh, transitional closets into schools uh, where they would they had sponsors that would supply chest binding materials uh, for students that wanted to bind their breasts. They would, they would supply clothing, and the whole idea of this closet was that um, if if the child didn't have parental consent, uh, we can let them transition at school when they arrive, change their clothes, be f as fabulous as they fucking want to be, without the parents knowing. And, uh, it, it, it was, it was, I mean, that the goal, the goal of this transition closet was for kids that were not approved to be changing their gender identity by their parents to be able to do this at school without their parents' knowledge. When I did this story, there's a lot of people saying, oh, come on, Jake, this is, this is bullshit. This is a one-off. This is just a one-off thing that happened there in Oakland. You know, it's Oakland. It's close to San Francisco. You know, they drink the same water. This isn't this isn't a nationwide problem, okay? This is just some yahoos in Oakland just trying to buck the system and be a little crazy. Well, it's spreading. The transition closets are spreading. Um, this article here, uh, transition closets have been popping up at various schools across the country. And this story right here is from Missouri. Now, Missouri, middle America, a whole lot different from Oakland, right? It's going on in Oakland, and here's an NBC affiliate reporting on this. And just, just take a little listen. I warned you. I warned you. But here it is. 
So earlier tonight, the school board approved a grant application from Rockbridge High School's Gay Straight Alliance Club. GSA will apply for $10,000 from the It Gets Better project for a clothing closet to allow students to express themselves at school. The closet's called Coming Out of the Closet in Style. The GSA club had the chance to revise its proposal in the past month and present it to the board tonight, and the board approved it. The new proposal that was approved focuses more on the Rockbridge High School community rather than national trends and attitudes. An opponent of the idea says it was exclusive to only allow LGBTQ plus students access the closet. However, in the application, students reiterated that the closet is for everyone. A parent in support of the meeting tonight said GSA has been life-changing for her child. Reporting live in Columbia, Emma Cronin, KOMU 8 News. Columbia, Missouri. Transition closets on the rise. So if you're okay with that, you're okay with your kid, you know, a little Bobby, uh, going to school and then turning it into Ginny Fabulous with some six-inch heels. And, uh, uh, they, you know, they only talked about the chest binding for the women, which I think is totally, uh, what are they giving the boys to, to to enhance their bust line in their ass? Do they got, like, fat-ass silicone titties that they can drop in their little training bras or what? Like, I'm, I am here to fight for the boys. The boys, if girls get chest binders, then the boys, uh, you know, when we were doing the story in Oakland, they actually were talking about teen, uh, penis tucking and that kind of stuff. So they get to tuck, but how do they enhance their bust? Uh, boys, boys deserve boobs too. That's my new movement. I'm going to set up a nonprofit. I'm just going to go to town on that. I'm sure I will raise millions of dollars and it, the the nonprofit organization will be, will be called Boys Deserve Boobs Too. It's a heartfelt organization that takes transgender boys and turns them into terrific porn stars uh, because that's what children need in our schools. You know, it sounds like a sick joke when I say it like that, but that's exactly what's going on. It's, it's not, it's not a joke. It's incredibly not a joke. And you know, <clears throat> on the same vein, on the same vein, there's a mother out of Colorado. This mom in Colorado uh, was is talking about how her daughter was invited to a GSA, which is a uh, genders and sexuality uh, program at school. And the first thing that they're that they that they talk about in this class is that uh, is is that we don't talk about what happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. What happens in Vegas stays. In, what happens in this class you do not talk about. And this class, according to this mother, uh, this class is basically. The, the problem is, is when I hear this mother talk and I hear what kind of indoctrination is going on with these kids in these classrooms, it seems like I'm not saying these teachers are pedophiles, but it it seems like the same tactics that a pedophile would use. Another tried to break the trust with your parents and be like that adult that is saying, you can only trust me. This is your say. I'm your safe space. I'm the captain. Now I'm your safe. Trust me. Don't trust your parents. Trust me. And that is some perverted, twisted sick shit. And I don't know how any common sense level-headed adult could feel not a guilty conscience about going into impressionable minds and teaching this kind of nonsense. But on that note, let's hear this mom's own interpretation of what happened to her daughter at a school in Colorado. And one day her trusted art and homeroom teacher invited her to stay after school for art club. So she texted us and we gave our permission. Of course, you can stay for art club. When she arrived in the classroom that day, she very quickly learned that it was actually GSA art club or gender and sexuality awareness. And her trusted teacher had invited in an outside presenter to speak with the children. 
Um, this presenter started with her number one rule. What you hear in here stays in here. What you hear in here stays in here. It'll be our little secret. Doesn't that sound like some pedophile? Okay, let's not call it, pet. let's call it grooming. Grooming for ideology. It's grooming. What what happens in here stays in here. She then brought out flags to describe different umbrella terms or defining words, as she called them, and how people feel under each of the flags. She explained to my daughter that if she is not 100% comfortable in her female body, then she's transgender. She then gave out flags, stickers, bracelets, and what she called the obligatory toys that kids love to collect everywhere I go. Um, she then told the kids that parents aren't safe. And that it's, it's okay to lie to them about where they are in order to attend this meeting and also future programming that she holds throughout. The when in our country at any time prior to this, has it been, has it been where teachers instruct children that it's okay to lie to your parents? I'll wait. I'll wait. I mean, just the common core decency of don't be a liar. Tell the truth. Tell the truth to your to adults. Tell the truth to your parents. And this teacher is saying, it's okay. It's okay to lie to your parents. We're talking about some fundamental back, backwards, just perversion, perversion that's going on in the instruction of our kids. The community, um, both online and in person, some of the programming is actually uh, includes adults. So she's got 12 year olds in these meetings secretly with adults. Um, she told the kids that uh, she brought out the genderbred activity. I don't know if you've ever seen that before, but I the, have. the genderbred person activity, which explains that gender and sexuality are on a spectrum and that neither can ever be binary. Um, it explicitly asked the kids who they're sexually attracted to. Um, there was 11, 12, and 13-year-olds in the room when this happened. Um, she doubled down that parents aren't safe, that heterosexuality and monogamy are not normal. And she then proceeded to hand out her personal contact information to the kids, encouraging them to connect with her without their parents' knowledge um, by cell phone, by email, and by teen chat platforms like WhatsApp. Uh, and discord where parents can't see the communication. She also sends them invites to her secret meetings through these channels. Well, uh, you know, and this is just, a, just this, this is just one mom statements, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And the, th and the thing is, is this is not the first mom that has come out with these exact same uh, claims against uh, a, a school district or a school or this kind of behavior going on. Um, so I, I, I believe her. I have no reason not to believe her. This is uh, uh, pathetic how, how, how parents are being stripped of their um, just trust of their children. I mean, uh, what, what could you do more, more so for indoctrination or uh, uh, to mind control children than to convince them to not trust their parents and to, to convince them that their parents are not safe, that only I'm safe. This is outrageous behavior. And if it's not infuriating to you, it doesn't matter what the, what they're trying to indoctrinate. Just the, the, the core premise that don't trust your parents, lie to your parents. There's something wrong there. It doesn't matter what the agenda is on the other side of that. In this particular instance, it has to be transgenderism, et cetera. But it doesn't matter what the other indoctrination is. It's that first step of don't trust your parents. You can only trust me. There's something so wrong. Well, on that same note, 
um, uh, of talking about stuff that's just spreading through the country. Uh, this is a school in Pennsylvania uh, where they're installing urinals in the women's restroom for the transgender boys, for the chicks with dicks, a uh, place that they can pee in confidence. Uh, if you're a transgender uh, boy using the women's restroom, don't you want to sit down to pee anyways just to kind of like fit in? I mean, are you really going to go in there? hike up your dress, pull, you know, you know, and just wipe your dick out there and stand up your own. Wouldn't that be like kind of a, a way to be ridiculed? I don't know. But in Pennsylvania, they're putting urinals in the women's restroom. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, this is, this is, this, this is how we solve a problem. Kids. We just put urinals everywhere and dispense, uh, tampons everywhere. Okay, now this is a this is an interesting little uh, a little little uh, uh, video, and so it's a bunch of uh, uh, look like medical professionals because they did appear to be in scrubs. Uh, they're out in front of a building, could be a hospital. I'm not sure. I'm assuming it's a hospital, uh, but they're in uh, pro some type of protest, and some guy gets them riled up on the Black Lives Matter issue. Uh, but it's funny how they uh, a cat got their tongue really quick when he really started asking them which Black Lives Matter. Take a listen to this. Lives matter or just some black lives? The black lives killed by black men matter, right? Yes? The black babies killed in the abortions clinics matter, right? Thought so. The black, the black officers killed by that bastard in, in Minnesota, that matters too, right? Okay. But the black babies that are killed in the abortion clinics don't matter, do they? Medical people. Uh, do their lives matter? Does the future of our black babies matter? Huh? What's up? What's up? Awful quiet now, aren't they? Uh-huh. It's okay if we kill them in the womb, right? But you have a problem when we, you don't seem to really have a problem when we kill them on the streets. Yes, well, we know they're the same is issue. If we, don't, if we don't respect the lives of our unborn children enough to save them and fight for them, our lives mean nothing once we're born. Lives Boom. matter or just some black I mean, lives. he's laying down some truth there. He's laying down some truth. I'm not here to debate the whole abortion, abortion thing, but uh, do black lives really matter? I mean, come on. We could actually go into the conspiracy of this or how Planned Parenthood was founded and how it was intentionally set up in black neighborhoods and how the founder of it could have been, probably was a little racist. And then, you know, one way to slow down the black population is to abort the black babies. That's a theory that's out there. I haven't dug into it in detail. I just know that it's out there and I've heard a lot about it. You can do your own research on that. Yeah, if you really want to get some uh, uh, Planned Parenthood supporters or riled up. Uh, Disneyland. Disneyland is changing its policy because there's all these little assholes that go out there and do TikToks at Disneyland, right? So that so the TikTok thing that was going on was that um, people were wearing inappropriate clothing to the parks. And uh, what happens is, or what has happened, it's not every time, but what has happened a lot is if Disney Parks deems that what you're wearing is inappropriate, uh, they could give you a voucher to go to the nearest gift store or whatever and pick out a new shirt that they found that was more appropriate for the parks. Um, but Disney's kind of changing their tune on that. Basically, now, if you wear something that's inappropriate, you're on your own to go uh, buy your own shirt because you're not going to get let in with that. Because people were abusing this. It was becoming this whole TikTok thing where people were uh, trying to wear things just so they get some free swag. Um in fact, here's this girl right here. Apparently, what she's wearing is her her boobs are inappropriate because she's got a knot tied in the front of her shirt. Um, yeah, I was social media viral. Yeah, I was trying to find the video that this girl actually posted. Let me see. Let me get it right right here. 
All right, come on now. Come on now. So this is a- Guys, it happened. I got dress coded at Disney and I was told to leave or get a shirt. So now we're getting a shirt. Guys, it happened. Now in this particular I incident, uh, but so this is what was going on. These are the type of videos that were on TikTok. Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, I got I got to get back to the actual article. I yeah, hang on, I'm working on it. You know, we got to work through this. But anyways, that was uh, in the comments. That was De Los Reyes. She clarified that she wasn't looking to get a free shirt and that she wasn't even offered one. She wrote at entry, I got stopped and was told they don't allow tie front tops, which is whack. So I had to either leave or change or buy merch. Uh, but Disneyland, apparently there's been enough of this that they're changing their tune that they're not going to give you a free shirt no more. And it's not just like uh, uh, sexually or, or overtly sexual or uh, revealing, revealing clothes. Uh, if you wear a shirt that has a gun on it or something like that, they can actually uh, stop you from entering the park with that. They say it's just not family appropriate unless it's uh, Buzz Lightyear in his ray gun. Uh, but if it's a picture of a Glock or something, some other type of weapon or something like that, they 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 ban that too. Private company, they can do what they want. So you know, I'm 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 kind of okay with that. Uh, they were just being gracious when they were offering. Uh, to um, give you some other type of merchandise. Now, uh, Nancy Pelosi's on the house floor quoting scripture. I'm sure God is, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to be, be in God's mind, but uh, if I was God, I would definitely wipe Skeletor off the face of the earth, uh, Nancy Pelosi. But here she is uh, appealing, appealing to, I don't know who she's trying to appeal to, but she's quoting scriptures on the uh, Senate floor. Uh, here's Nancy Pelosi. The impact that his, that it is having on food, for the world so when you're home thinking what is this all about just think about when i was hungry you fed me in the gospel of matthew blasphemy <laughs> yeah why, why i mean you she always just it's maybe it's just me maybe it's just me but she always has this uh um i'm drunk or i'm just starting to sober up vibe when she talks Nancy Pelosi, she's she's a humdinger voice, uh, the, the 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 role model of uh, extreme leftist women. All right. So I want to get into this. How how young should a student be um, to be taught white privilege? What grade? What grade? What what grade? College should be taught in K through 12 at all. I mean, may, maybe there is a line where uh, white privilege start to broach on that topic or uh, systematic racism and stuff. Maybe there is a, a time where those uh, topics can be approached. I am of the opinion that I don't think it should be done in K through 12, maybe some college elective classes, et cetera. But this teacher, you can never start too young because there's no better time to tell people that they're unequal because of their race than kindergarten. Five-year-olds start these fuckers young, let them know that, there are superior races, there are inferior races, there are privileged races, there are unprivileged races, and we need to divide amongst the color chart of our skin. And that's why I have such a problem with white privilege and all this other bullshit being taught in schools. But here's a teacher that is doing just that to kindergartners. Hold on. Now, if you're listening to audio only, I mean, this, this, this girl, let me just describe this. You, you, you know, Bozo the Clown, 
with the yellow, red, blue, purple, green hair. That this chick actually looks like a freaking clown. But she's legit. God bless her heart. Did a lesson on um, white privilege, essentially. I talked about how some people are treated differently based on what they look like, and all the parents heard it. And I received some emails that were like, wow, that was a really powerful lesson. Um, thank you for, for starting that conversation. And then I received some emails that were like, how dare you treat my white child differently? I'm like, mm, was that hard for you? Like, um, So I think some of the things we need are... We need either talking points for families because if we're going to talk to kids about this, this is really hard for parents to hear, um, especially parents who may unknowingly lead very privileged lives and don't know how to have that conversation without feeling like they've done something wrong. It's about their parenting, but like we need talking points. We need ways to support them we need to know that we are going to get support from our administration no what we need is we need like the don't say the parental rights bill of florida so these teachers can just shut the fuck up that i mean i i how can i even argue this i mean it's <sighs> anyways the same teacher uh her name is brianna brenna brenna woods they them uh this same teacher they uh, we're having a problem with math too. Uh, and this is one of the problems that she had with math. This is a tweet that she put out there. And the question was the math problem that you needed to solve was there are 303 students. There are 147 girls. How many boys are there? And this was her comment about this type of a math question. This question is ridiculous and impossible. How should I know if you didn't include any of the gender fluid kids or those who do not identify under boys and girls? This is the insanity that we live with. <sighs> well, I'm just looking for brighter news now. Uh, and, and oh, 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 here we, this maybe this is brighter news because I see a teacher. Uh, she looks happy. She looks normal. Um, here, let's blow this up and let's see what she's saying. You know, you know, a lot of times what I get on this, I, the criticism I get is like, well, not all teachers are this way. These teachers are just, they're, they're a very small percentage and they're just, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're, teachers aren't out to indoctrinate your kids. The problem is, is that I could find 20 of these posts every day from these teachers on TikTok. There's, it's not just a, it is, I'm okay, I don't believe it's the majority of teachers. I really don't. But one of these teachers in one school is too many. Somebody that's trying to indoctrinate kids. And this video right here, right off the bat, she says something I think is very, very key. And so I want you to pay attention to what she's saying. Listen to this really quick. My kids from last year are now in fifth grade and they come visit me almost every day after school. And a lot of them are queer because I am queer. And a lot of them are queer because I'm queer. Now she's teaching fourth graders. A lot of my fifth grades, they're in fifth grade now. They come back to see me. A lot of them are queer because I'm queer. Let me play that one more time. Let's listen to that. Listen to that line that was she saying. My kids from last year are now in fifth grade and they come visit me almost every day after school. And a lot of them are queer because I am queer. And. Now, I don't think she meant to say that, but what she's saying is I agree with her 100% that kids are so damn freaking impressionable, right? You can tell them that pogs are cool, a piece of cardboard with a little logo on it. You can tell them that those are the coolest things since sliced bread and they will be out collecting them 100%. If they have a teacher that is remotely nice, remotely cool, that is uh, throwing around all the time that she's queer, They'll be like, I want to be queer, like mix whatever this teacher's name is. 
kids are impressionable. We're talking about fourth graders. That's why these kind of abnormalities should not be promoted or discussed in the classroom because kids are impressionable as hell, right? So let's go ahead and listen to this teacher. And so, and they figured it out. And so I've become their safe space. And today they found my guess who, and they started playing guess who, but they didn't play it the normal way. How did they play it? They use things like this person looks like a lesbian baddie who's going to come over and make you dinner. Well, which one of these characters is going to be, is a lesbian baddie that's going to come over and make you dinner? Oh, Olivia is? Oh, great. Um, which character just looks gay? Well, meet Mike. Um, these kids, I'm so happy that they are figuring out who they are and that they're happy with who they are and that they found a safe place. But man, I could never imagine being in fifth grade saying these things out loud, even though I know they're all, all okay. I grew up super religious where nothing was okay. And so seeing this happen, I'm like, ah, but I'm almost like, yay, but ah. First off, cocaine is a hell of a drug there, teacher, uh, mix, whatever your name is. Um, man, if you can't, if you, okay, you know what? <clears throat> we, we know this, what our teachers were into if you had a teacher that you respected when you were a kid, uh, what they were into, what, if you thought it was a cool teacher, I remember I had this teacher, uh, Mr. Pinnell, he wrote a 10 speed. I wanted a 10 speed because Mr. Pinnell wrote a 10 speed. He, he wore Wayfarer sunglasses. I want a Wayfarer sunglasses because Mr. Pinnell did because I thought he was cool. My brother, he wanted a telescope because Mr. House at Lakeview Elementary would bring a telescope to school and he would just like, you know, look at whatever you know on the mountain barns the knots in the wood from a far distance and he wanted a telescope because mr house had a telescope kids are influenced i mean teachers are influencers over your children and if you can't get that right it's not something that is just passive when a teacher is coming into the classroom and saying i'm gay 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 and i'm cool kids want to be cool like their teachers you know, these teachers spend a lot of time with their children and whatever they're promoting. That's why the parental rights of what's going on in Florida, teachers getting fired for discussing their sexuality. We, we did a story on that last week where a pansexual teacher was fired for discussing that with the kids because they have influence. They have influence. And these are fourth graders. This teacher's influencing fourth graders. Well, the, this teacher right here, this particular one that we just, that we just watched, um, I'm glad to report that something did happen to her. And I hope that word leaks out on this, that teachers start realizing, oh, wow, this isn't free reign. We can't just promote our agendas or promote our lifestyles on the kids without repercussions. Because late Friday afternoon on May 6, 2022, we became aware of a concerning video posted to social media by one of our teachers. In the video, the teacher described several inappropriate conversations with former students. The employee has been placed on administrative leave pending a thorough investigation. Our teachers are expected to conduct themselves to the highest degree of professionalism, behavior that is unprofessional in violation of state code or that violates the trust placed on us by families of Renaissance Academy will not be tolerated. And that's somebody got, who wrote, whoever wrote this, somebody got it, but that, but that violates the trust placed by us, by the families. Interesting times that we live in here, kids. Uh, can we talk about the left's tolerance real quick? You know, as as they're as they're in front of Kavanaugh's house, uh, posting things like uh, Kavanaugh's house uh, when he moves his family to a hotel, empty his house and burn his shit in front of the hotel. 
And then the New York, here's somebody, here's another militant left that's reposting an article from the New York Times. The New York Times was reporting on a headquarters of an anti-abortion group in Madison, Wisconsin, was set on fire Sunday morning in an act of vandalism that included the the attempted use of Molotov cocktails and graffiti that read, if abortions aren't safe, then you are not safe. Okay. Uh, the, the tolerance of the left. Hold on. Check this out. Let's, let's, let's just do a little, a little, a little collage of the current, uh, 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 nonsense that's happening here in America and the tolerance. And, and I want you to, if you're watching on YouTube, I want you to look at the eyes of these people. I swear these eyes, there's something that's disconnected. Maybe this is what happens once you get vaxxed four or five times. Uh, but, but look at their eyes. They all have Nucking futs, crazy eyes. Okay, here we go. Listen to these. Listen to these jackasses. If they actually do this, yeah, uh, that would be the time where rioting would be okay. I got the pitchforks. You get the gas and the torches. Uh, let's fucking do that shit. Cause uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not forcing. <laughs> no, no. There's only one solution to this, to all of this because it's all interconnected. Starts with V, ends with E, and it's not vote. Hey, TikTok. Do you ever wake up in the morning and think you just want to burn it all to the ground? And what I mean by burning it all to the ground is those old white men and the women who support them who want to tell me what to do with my body. First off, can we go back to that video for a second? Because obviously this lady's like 95 years old. She's postmenopausal and uh, you're not having any babies anytime soon. So just shut the fuck up, bitch. And the women who support them who want to tell me what to do with my body. If Roe versus Wade gets overturned, there will be mayhem in these streets. You think the global protests around George Floyd were big? You just fucking wait when you launch an attack on 50% of the American population. If you supported the use of violence to defend abortion clinics when the state recognized abortion rights and the cops were doing it, you should have zero problems with people outside the law now doing the exact same thing. There we go. There we go. There we go. That is the state of our society right now. That's what's going on. The militant left, the tolerant left, the tolerance of everybody, unless you don't agree with us. And then we're going to like throw a Molotov cocktail at you. We will stab you. Uh, if you're listening in, uh, to audio only where that loud music was playing, it was just a girl with a knife saying that she wanted to go to the Supreme Court and start stabbing people. I mean, she didn't say that. That's what her actions were doing in that video. Uh, yeah, so good times, good times. The division in this country, it's working, it's working, it's working. Uh, Wanting to set up for an internal war. Oh, boy, boy. Oh, okay. Let's talk about fat shaming for a second, right? Or, or fat phobic. Apparently, if you want to be healthy and you want to lose 20 pounds, you, sir, are fat phobic. And here's an intellectual, this is a licensed therapist that is talking about this. I don't have her name, but this is a licensed therapist explains why losing weight is fat phobic. Uh, TikTok user, I am a Shantis. Okay. And, and so this is, this is, this is, this is a product of our universities, licensed therapist, and this is where it all makes sense. And she is explaining, uh, trans, uh, or, or fat phobia, fat phobic. <laughs> I just, okay, here we go. 
So I figured that this question would probably come up sometime soon, just because of okay, the I'm video listening. and the topics that I cover. Sure. But let's break this one down. Okay. So intentional weight loss. So you purposely saying, I want to lose 20 pounds. Got it. Is fat phobic. What? And you might be like, what? Oh my goodness. I'm not trying to be fat phobic, but no. you are. You're being fat phobic to I yourself. Am? Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Uh, because I'm a fat ass. It's probably to fit into something smaller. It's probably so people treat you better. It's probably for all the reasons that fat folks are shamed simply for being fat. So by health doesn't play into it at all. Apparently uh, health has nothing to do with it. It's all about uh, your image, right? Continuing to perpetuate that, right? Seeking intentional weight loss. You know, it seems like every time I hear like an asshole argument about some shit, it's I, the word perpetuate just shows its face so many times. Well, you're willing to perpetuate, perpetuate. The second time somebody says perpetuate, I tune out. I, I, I don't have time for this shit. We are contributing to our fat phobic society. So that's why intentional weight loss is fat phobic. So I figured all right. All right. She's a licensed therapist. Take her word for it. Intentional weight loss is fat phobic. Uh, there you go, kids. Uh, that's all you needed to know. Um, <laughs> James Cromwell, uh, James Cromwell. Remember him? Remember this guy right here? Uh, he was the uh, he was the in Babe the Pig, uh, etc. Well, he's taken upon himself to uh, uh, he's had enough. He's had enough of Starbucks upcharging for vegan milks. There's an upcharge for that. That's because it's very hard to milk almonds. They have very small teats. And so it's it's very tedious. You have to hire very small children to milk the almonds to get your fucking almond milk. Uh, but he's fed up with the upcharge for vegan uh, coffee additives. And he's protesting in Starbucks. He has super glued his hand to the counter. <laughs> it was part of a PETA demonstration. The actor joined a group of PETA protesters Tuesday morning at a Starbucks in Manhattan where they made a fuss about Starbucks making folks pay more to avoid dairy milk from cows. And here's the TMZ video of this interaction. Starbucks has admitted that cow's milk is the company's biggest contributor to its carbon footprint. And Starbucks agreed that vegan milks are a big part of the solution, but it still charges for them. Producing cow's milk generates three times more greenhouse gases than producing vegan options. Starbucks claims that it wants to be more sustainable, but it discourages customers from choosing sustainable products. The company claims to be committed to inclusion and diversity, but it still discriminates against those who can't have dairy. There he is trying to get his hand removed from the uh, from the desk that he's super glued on there. I don't know. I just figure, how much time do you got to have on your hands? In the, in the vegan upcharge now. Okay, whatever, James Cromwell, whatever. Uh, I'm telling you, it's very hard to milk an almond. Very, very, very difficult. You don't understand the pain of uh, almond farmers and the milking process. It's just very difficult. 
to, to squeeze those little almond teats. You can't even see the teats on a regular almond. Uh, and let me close out on a, ha- well, I was going to close out on a happy note until I saw what the last story was. I don't even know why I want to read this story. I think I want to end out on almond teats. But anyways, uh, first off, let, let, life lesson here, kids. Uh, if, if you have a child in the backseat of your car, don't leave the windows down, especially if they're a toddler that's a moron, barely has control of their bowels, let alone the toys that you put in the car seat with them, uh, because those little fuckers are going to throw it right out the window. And if they do, if they do, and you're on the road, you're on the freeway, just let it be. Do not, do not go back on a freeway to try and retrieve your child's toy. It was your fault for leaving the window down, so just keep the window up, and little fucktard in the back can't throw his toy out. That's a life lesson, kids. This could save your life. And unfortunately, there was a father that didn't follow any of these steps, and his baby child threw a toy out the window, and he went to retrieve it, and he was hit by a freaking uh, SUV and killed on the highway. A dad of two with baby on the way killed crossing freeway to get favorite toy child throughout the car window. Joshua Thomas Taylor, whose wife is pregnant with a baby boy, was hit by an SUV after attempting to retrieve a toy thrown out his car earlier in the evening. A Nashville man was killed after being struck by an SUV on the freeway while attempting to retrieve his child's favorite toy that was thrown out the window earlier in the evening. Joshua Thomas Taylor was traveling with his family on I-65 South on Thursday night when his child tossed the toy onto the freeway. Taylor, who's 32 years old, went back just before 9 p.m. and at night to look for the toy, parking his car at an off-ramp and walking along the interstate. The Metropolitan Nashville Police Department wrote in the news release, Tennessee Department of Transportation helped truck drivers found Taylor and tried to talk with him. Taylor ran across the interstate and jumped over the Jersey barrier to the northbound side. Uh, the news release stated Tennessee Department of Transportation helped truck drivers immediately began traveling to the opposite side of the interstate when they heard the collision. Uh, just let it go, man. It's unfortunate, man. Uh, two kids, one on the way and chasing after a damn little toy for a baby. And now your whole life's over. Just don't do that. Just let the toy go. There's there's things that are more important in this life. And walking on a freeway is just a very, 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 very uh, dangerous thing to do. Anyways, this is Jake with Radio Underland. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Um, you know, the biggest thing you do to help this show is to actually comment uh, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's the audio podcast, whether it's uh, on YouTube, etc. cetera. Uh, just give us a comment. And, uh, you know, that helps us out a lot. This is Jake with Radio Underland, and this is the Daily News. Uh, you guys have a good one, and I will talk to you later. Don't feel bad, because it's all right to be sad. Kind of a downer song after that, huh? <laughs>